Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org, this is the Soundcheck Podcast. This is a soundcheck session from our archives. Those archives go back 20 years, but this session is slightly more recent. It's from 2017. This is the Soundcheck Podcast. I'm John Schaefer. The last time we heard a full-length album from the Texas band called Balmeray, it was 2012, and this is what the band sounded like, and I was mispronouncing their name, Balmeria, because that's what it looks like. But Balmeray is back now with a new album. It is their first in five years. It's called Clear Language, and after a number of records where the soundscapes became bigger and perhaps more insistent, the new record takes a more restrained, cinematic approach. The band is here to play the title track from Clear Language. Here's Balmeray live on Soundcheck.
A musical moment from the band Balmeray, live here in our Soundcheck studio. That's the title track from the band's most recent album called Clear Language. And it uh, featured the sextet performing here in the studio. I'll uh, go around the room. Rob Lowe on keyboards, Michael Muller on guitars, Aisha Burns on violin, uh, Jeff Olson playing the vibraphone, briefly bowing the vibraphone at the beginning of that song. Sam Pankey on the bass and Nick Soberon on the cello. Uh, Rob, you and Michael formed this band initially a little over a decade ago, right? That's right. Yeah, a long what, time ago. What was the idea? I mean, did you set out to form a not rock band? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, yeah, when we, when we started, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to even think back 10 years ago. Um, Mike and I both had been working on some music. I was still in college. Um, it was really quiet music, and I think when we met and became friends, we realized that we shared a lot of interests of uh, music that was going on at the time, really kind of not mainstream stuff mm-hmm, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had no idea what we were doing. We didn't, ha- we didn't know how to make a record. We didn't know how to release a record. You know, we just knew that we liked playing music together. So we, we both kind of combined our ideas and recorded this little record on our computer in our house and just made this thing and you know that was kind of the start we, we had no idea what was going on but we, we knew that we wanted to make these quiet little songs so it kind of grew out of that and michael uh were you guys listening at the time to bands like rachel's the louisville wow that was that's the that's the number one inspiration i think <laughs> um as a cumulative kind of effort yeah, yeah that was really inspirational for us it was right around that time that they were playing their final concert exactly uh, which was actually one of my concerts here in oh, new wow. york from the new sounds live concert series I, they didn't know it i didn't know it but it <laughs> turned out to be their final where was that uh, at merkin hall just a block from lincoln okay. center yeah i saw them at ut in austin it, it probably was on the same tour then right before that yeah where uh, and it was really influential for me and, you know, as we did with the band Rachel's and are doing for you guys today, we have you mic'd up as if you're a rock band, but we also have, you know, a kind of a stereo pair as if you're a chamber music ensemble mm-hmm. because you're kind of both. Sure. Yeah. Um, even with the amplified instruments, there's a sense of that kind of elegant interplay of line that you get in, in a, a chamber music setting. There's also, I, I use the word a musical moment rather than a song. There's also that kind of Brian Eno aspect where, you know, it's not foreground and background. It's just one right. kind of sonic palette. Yeah, I think on, on this nice. record in particular, it was it was very much built around these loops that we were working on and and if I think back to our previous album Stranger it was much more of like a kind of conventional Mm -hmm. pop song structure even if it you know they don't read that way right but this one is is I mean I think Brian you know is you know a huge influence on us obviously and probably most specifically on this record than any of our records because it is this kind of like cycling there's a lot of counterpoint in there things that come and go and don't really change all at once they just kind of move over time right and although you are an instrumental band it doesn't mean you're a completely vocalless right band there lyric-less, are lyricless yes right yes. lyricless uh but the voice as an instrument is part of that interplay as well so is there an element of irony to the title clear language on a record that has no spoken language whatsoever yeah, yeah. definitely yeah that we kind of thought the music needed to speak for itself in its own way, and it's it's a way that's not with voice, and it's a way that's not with 
any modern technology, it's like a primitive way of reaching someone on a different level. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think, I think that it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's not meant to read as ironic, but it, it is meant to kind of point to the fact that there's a lot of different ways to communicate and music for us is kind of like works at this deeper um, level and it can kind well, of move you in a different way. In a way. sense, it is a very direct language right, that, yeah. that gets, you know, which is why, you know, people from different cultures can respond to each other's music. Exactly. You, you don't need the language, the spoken language. And it's, it's difficult to name, you know, an instrumental project. I mean, you, yeah. we, we make all this music and then at the end you're like, okay, well, we got to call it something. And sometimes that comes earlier in the process. And and, and, and you chose to call it Balmeray, or as I've been saying over the years, Balmeria, and I'm sure I am not the only one. No, you're so, not. Uh, so, wait, what is that? Is it a town name in Texas? Yeah, it's a town. So I grew up in a, a town called Midland in, in West Texas, right. out in the desert. And it's, this is a little town, Balmeray. It's about two hours drive from where I lived. And it's, uh, there's a big natural spring there. Yeah. Uh, it's a state park. It was built in the 30s during the WPA. Um, and so we, I would go there as a kid always. It's, this, it's basically an oasis in the middle of a desert. Hmm. Um, so it's a well, special place to That's a nice image. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, when we were first starting out, we, were, we, we took a trip there and went swimming. And yeah. we were like, well, this seems to fit the, the thing that we're trying to express musically. Hmm. And and n- nobody had trouble with the name. Uh, well, everybody you, had. Everybody you into the fact that you know Balmaria might not be. The... There was no one to cue us in at that point. It was literally just you know Mike and I and like the the handful of people that were our friends that had all been to that place, so they they knew yeah. how it was pronounced. Okay, uh, setting ourselves up. It's yeah, a good sp- talking point, though. Well, I suppose you know you you could have just spelled it phonetically, and that would have taken care. You know, you didn't have to spell it exactly the way the town does. But like I said, we had no idea <laughs> what we were doing. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, I'm done belaboring the point. <laughs> the band is called Balmeray. They, uh, their latest album is called Clear Language. Um, I really like this next piece called Sky Could Undress. Shall we hear another live performance? Let's do it. Is there instrument switching that has to happen right now? For real, yeah. A lot okay. of it. <laughs> a lot of it. Okay. Um, once again, the band Balmeray from Texas here in our New York studio. Clear Language, the name of their latest release and playing for us here in the Soundcheck studio today. Let's hear another excerpt called Sky Could Undress.
Once again, the band Balmeray live here in our New York studio with a song called Sky Could Undress. It is from their latest record called Clear Language, another uh, instrumental soundscape in the Soundcheck studio. And uh, Michael, Rob was saying before about how when the band started, there wasn't a big idea. It was actually a very small idea, just a couple of friends playing quiet music together. How has the band changed over the years? And I guess the critical part of that question would be, how has the band changed in the last five years since the preceding record? I think we kind of were on this trajectory of adding, you know, we kind of outgrew just the piano, guitar, and field recordings. We added a cello. Then Aisha joined us, and we were a quartet for a long time. And then we added the lower end of the double bass. And then, so we were kind of in that acoustic chamber music ensemble for a while. And then... You know, we invited electric guitars and electric bass into the mix and then slowly synthesizers. And, and it was this, at this maximalist point in 2012 with Stranger. And we toured really hard on that for a couple of years and kind of exhausted that feeling and writing for that ensemble. And we kind of took some time away and stripped it back and kind of wanted to have a little more restraint, a little more space and allow more breath and especially in such a chaotic and hectic time. I, I was just thinking that uh, we really need that kind of you know, space and room to breathe and that sort exactly. of thing. Hmm. Um, so what, ha- has the writing process changed? I mean, is this notated music? You've got instruments like the, Rob, like the violin and cello that are used to reading notated scores. Yeah. No, 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 nothing. I mean, we, we, we have had to notate some things in the past, but but really it's all it's all done by ear. And, and every every record has been a, bit of a different process this most recent one clear language mike and i like you said we we needed to take a nice long break and come back to the project i mean 10 years is a long time to do anything Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. um so when we did decide okay let's let's start working we we just were like we're gonna do it just the two of us and we're gonna put no no limitations on basically the, the ensemble right like we didn't 
want to write for three strings and guitars and have to have a drum beat in there too. So we just kind of went with it, the two of us. Um, and that's why I think a lot of it ended up being more these kind of loop-based things because we were just working in our studio. And But yeah, uh, we just we just kind of worked until, until it was done. And then Aisha came in on this record and, and added her violin and she played some some viola but yeah it was really kind of a, a very laid back no, with no no deadlines mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so creating like loops in the studio is that is that sort of the the beginning of the process you you wait to catch something that that you say oh that right there let's let, that's a keeper let's let's work with that yeah so either on piano or Rhodes or guitar um, we would just make up these kind of riffs I guess you would call them and just put it on repeat and pull out things from the shelves and you know tape delays and keyboards and all anything we could find and just kind of f- what fit the best and what felt right to us I mean, but sometimes it's the complete opposite of that like there's there's a solo piano piece on on the record that i worked on over the course of a year and i just you know it took a long time to write that mm-hmm. and then you know mike will have like a a fully developed song that he'll bring to me and i'll you know we'll work on it together so it's really it's not so much a, a specific process as it is chasing a certain, I don't know, feeling. Yeah. Uh, and, and that can come in a lot of different ways. You know, it, it used to be in the music business that, you know, everybody complained about genres, but they were very handy things to have because that's how people knew where to find you. Right. right. Have we gotten beyond that now? I mean, here you are kind of working beyond genre, and yet people have found you and yeah. continue to find you post genre i guess yeah well you guys are kind of post everything aren't you it's like <laughs> it's, i think it's really it's really great but it, it can still even be difficult for a band like this because i think people you know on first glance you want to categorize something and say this is okay this fits into this this is mm-hmm. chamber music or this is folk music it fits into a certain tradition and you know, for whatever reason, our music is drawing from a very large well of inspiration. And so I think pe- sometimes still people even, they're kind of like, well, you know, what what is it? Is it, <laughs> it, it can, I think it can be difficult. Um, but that's what it is. And, and, and I think that we're, you it's know, we're proud of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not rock. It's not minimalist. It's not but it chamber can, it music. But it can be both of those things. But it could be <laughs> post, times. yeah, it could be right. post all of those things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it also has a seems to have a sense of the spaces of the American West. Is is there? Do you do you see this as a particularly American kind of music? I think I think so. I mean, we 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 both grew up in Texas. Mike grew up sometime in in California, and that's where we're from. It's hard, you know. I grew up in the desert of you know of West Texas, and it's hard to not I think have those types of spaces kind of yeah. um, and come maybe, into what you do. Maybe more in this record where, as Michael was saying, you know, you did leave space, mm-hmm. you know, um, whereas in, like in Stranger, there was lots of stuff filling the space. Right. And in a lot of ways, Stranger was, uh, you know, we had been making some really bucolic and, yes. and yeah. um, kind of music like that. But then at the same time, we live in cities, you know, I live in Austin and I come to New York and I go to LA and I'm, I'm really, I'm an urban person. So it was also kind of like, well, let's try to reflect that a little bit in our music as well. Now, when you go to LA and you tell people, yeah, my name's Rob Lowe, (laughs) (laughs) 
What kind it's of same with the mispronunciation of our band name? It's a constant <laughs> joke. <laughs> the other Rob Lowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. The band is Balmeray. Uh, the album's called Clear Language. We have another piece that you guys are going to do for us. Uh, and once again, will this be musical chairs in terms yes. of instrumentation? Yes. All right. So uh, let me give you guys a chance to reconfigure there. Cool. The, uh, the piece is called Behind the World, and um, it comes from the album called Clear Language by Balmeray. Uh, today they're playing for us live here in the Soundcheck studio, and here's another excerpt of music from Balmeray.
A final live performance here in the Soundcheck studio from the Texas band Balmeray here in our New York studio on Soundcheck with a piece called Behind the World. The latest album by the band is called Clear Language. Rob, it is the first record by the band in five years. Right. So what happens next? Do you... Well, we're not going to wait another five years. I don't, I don't uh-huh. think so. No, I think that we have a we have a good idea of, of where we want to go from here. Um, so it's kind of I think we'll be working on some new music over the course of this winter. We're going to do some more uh, shows next year, but all the while we'll be working on new music and, and may even have some new songs to to perform at those shows. Great. Well, uh, it's long overdue. Clear language, the latest from Balmeray. Guys, thank you so much for coming in and playing for us. Yeah, really. Thanks a lot for having us. This is great. That'll do it for this episode of Soundcheck from our archives. And since we first published this episode of Soundcheck, Balmeray has released a new record. It came out last year, and it's called The Wind. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. Check us out online at newsounds.org for more. And thanks for being with us for Soundcheck. <laughs>